Welcome to track number thirteen of God's Banquet. Here we come in the night. Are you ready? Are you ready? 
I'll build my mansion there, right on that new land. Oh, sorry, I just can't come to your wonderful banquet. Oh, God has come us to his banquet. Oh, 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 you can't go without salvation. Listen, yeah. Another said to him, I married a new wife, beautiful baby. She's such a beautiful lady, I can't leave it now. Oh, 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 God has called us to his banquet. Oh, yeah, you can't go without salvation. So the servant came and said to his master, Master, so many, many excuses, no one is coming. Oh, oh, oh. The master said to him, Go to the streets, the lanes of the city. Bring the poor, the lame, the halt and the blind. Oh, 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 oh God to his banquet, oh yes he has, you can't go without salvation, oh, the servant said to him, we did your commandments, oh yes, still there is room, plenty of room, oh yeah, the master said to him, Go to the highways, the hills and the hedges. Compel them to come in. My house must be filled. Oh, 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 for God has called us to his banquet. Mm, oh, and you can't go without salvation. Now listen. Everyone be one. For those I invited, oh, oh, will never have a taste of my wonderful banquet. Oh, 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 God has called us to his banquet. Oh, 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 you can't go without salvation, salvation, yeah. God has called us to his banquet. Oh, and you can't go without salvation. Oh, yeah. So the master came to see those invited. And do you know there was a certain man without the right garment? What are you doing here? How did you get here? Oh, oh, oh. You cannot come in here with those dirty garments. Ah, oh, oh, oh. For God has sold us to his banquet. Oh, you can go without salvation. Take this man outside, he called for his servant. This is what they did. They bound him hand and foot into outer darkness. Why, oh why, 
in the national team instead of a banquet. Oh, oh, you could have had it all at this wonderful jam banquet. Oh, oh, God has called us to his banquet. Brothers and sisters, this is a message, a wonderful message. Don't take it lightly. It's a. I'll sing it again. So, my brothers and sisters, this is a message, a wonderful message. Don't make light of it. It's a great invitation. Will you come with me? Sing, God has called. To his banquet, oh, 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 you can go without salvation. Oh, 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 God has gone us to his banquet. Yeah, yeah, you can go without salvation. You're inviting my brother. Is it not wonderful? Are you going to be right there at the wonderful banquet? With the right garments. Is it not fantastic? All right. Now, how to follow someone? Number one. How to follow someone. Number one. Four types of people you can follow. Or how to follow someone. You can follow someone that lived in the Bible times. 
Amen. Whose lives and teachings are recorded in the Bible. Amen. Amen. Whose lives and teachings, amen, are recorded in the Bible. What do you think? So the first thing on how to follow someone is to select someone to follow. And there are four people you can select from. Alright? And the first one is to put somebody in the Bible. Amen. Whose lives and teachings are recorded in the Bible. So you can follow Jesus in the Bible. You can follow Paul in the Bible. You can follow Abraham in the Bible. You can follow David in the Bible. You can follow Joshua. So one of the types of quiet time you need to have are quiet times about people. So you can have your quiet time on Abraham from the time the story of Abraham begins. In about Genesis 11, you can have your quiet time with Abraham until his story ends. In about chapter 18 or 20, somewhere there. You can also have your quiet time about Joseph from the time his story begins from about Genesis chapter 40, somewhere there. 39, 40, to the end of Genesis. It's just about 11 chapters. And you can be blessed greatly and receive great insights for your life. All you have to do is to see that it is something that you can follow. Whenever you're following somebody in the Bible, you must sort of have a way of downloading the person's life which looks ethereal and a bit abstract to your practical day-to-day life. When I went to Jerusalem, I found it a bit odd. You know, I was almost disappointed at a point because when I went to the Sea of Galilee, instead of going to see a holy sea, a holy lake with a lot of spiritual monuments and spiritual uh, reminders, I rather found a lake that looked like Lake Geneva, full of secular people with having boat parties with lights on the Lake of Galilee, the Sea of Galilee, and the whole shoreline along the coast of people fooling, I mean, doing every kind of bad thing by the Sea of Galilee, having speed boats and all kinds of things. I tell you, and I mean, it's sometimes a little difficult to connect that ancient story that happened 2,000 years ago and sort of download it to what is here. It's like bringing something from the internet into your laptop or your computer just to bring it down to so that you can relate with it over there. You get it? So you need to somehow be able to relate with these things and, you know, be able to make it real for yourself. But definitely... Bible tells us that these things are written to us for our example. Amen. So people in the Bible are the first line of people that you can follow. And you know, I don't know when you became a Christian, but if you are going to have a good foundation, 
in God, you are going to need to like know a lot about Abraham, a lot about Isaac, a lot about David, a lot about Jacob. Because almost all the things you are going to draw from as a minister are going to be from the lives of these people. Because these are the people that make up the history of the people who ever walked with God and who are recorded in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And the Old Testament is the entire Bible for Jews. If I quote exactly 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, it's exactly what Jews use. What we have in addition is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Paul, Peter, etc. So, I'm just telling you, you must become a master of David. Many times when I want to have an exciting quiet time, I'll go to David. First and second Samuel. First and second Samuel is a very nice type of quiet time you can have. Alright? Abraham is not as nice as uh, David. But I've loved David. Probably my nicest quiet time David. And then another person who I've had a nice quiet times with is um, Joseph. Right? And um, other people you can have nice quiet times are people like Ruth. And people like um, Esther. I mean, you must, you must sort of know the stories. And uh, know it. And, and each time you read it, you must be blessed by it. Alright? Other people that you can be blessed, especially as pastors, are people who are found in First Kings and Second Kings. Because you all, if you want to be blessed by First and Second Kings, or First and Second Chronicles, always tell yourself that a king is a pastor. What is a pastor? A pastor is a leader of God's people. So the king was the leader of God's people at that time. So as soon as you know there's a pastor, it's a king, then you, each king becomes a pastor. Misbehaving. Almost all of them misbehave except a few. And you will notice one of the things, if you take the kings to be pastors, what it means is that each king, if what it means is that only David and perhaps one other person did not have another idol. You see, that what are the difference between David and all the other kings was that David didn't have such things. <laughs> all the others had or allowed little, little idols. Some went completely astray. If you transpose it in today's world, so most pastors have another idol apart from the Lord that they are actually following. Either it's called money, it's called this, it's called that. But there's a, and sometimes a little something added to the gospel. So we have the church, the pastors, plus another modification of something else we've added and we are carrying along with us. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, and you see like a pastor dealing with a senior prophet like Saul, when he was dealing with uh, uh, Samuel, and Samuel dealing with David, you see different approaches. You said, so there's a person, have you taken this? Have you done this? What do you mean by that? How do you think? Me? I've already done. Long matter. Then you see, you've become sore. Then another person, you talk to the person, it's true, I'm the one. No table tennis. You see. Huh? Help us, Lord. Yeah, I'm praying for Yeah, change us. Change for a lifetime. Sing, sing to Busula and uh, Betty. They wanted, they were saying that changes, Lord. Just sing, just two bars. Come and stand here. Sing it to them. Sing right here. I'll be changed. Oh, you, you'll be changed. You'll be changed. 
for a lifetime in just one moment. Come on, say it, baby. personal song, right? You're blessed. <laughs> For every occasion, there's a song. <laughs> it's a blessing. Nice. <laughs> so you can follow people that lived in Bible times. Amen. What was I saying that... Uh, We've got it, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just apply it to yourself. Just apply it to yourself. Make it real. Don't say, David was some way. Ah, Saul was some way. Ah, this guy, why? No, you, you, you. When I applied that thing that all the pastors had little idols, all the kings, I was surprised. I said, only David. So you see that David, even with his fornication and so on, was a still a man after God's own hand because even like David said, you know our frame. I mean, all of us, when we go to heaven, you'll be surprised. God will bring the list of your fornications. Thousands and thousands. All those who claim to be virgin Atlantics and virgin, virgin Antarctica. What a shock! They'll mention of this one 684 times, this one 5,000 times. This one, 8,000. This one, this. This one, this. You have thought about it 8,000 times. What a shock. Jesus. You see, Jesus loved Mary Magdalene. He loved her. Because to Jesus, Mary Magdalene was no different from Sister Virgin Indian Ocean, or Virgin Atlantic, Virgin Pacific, Virgin Australia. He lived, he, he appeared to her in a special vision. Oh yeah, he treated Mary Magdalene the way he treated John. When, when a person really loves you, he would draw the curtain for you to see some things that few people see. 
He will welcome you to places that no one is welcome. He will allow you into situations or into places that nobody does. That's the great sign of the person's love. So when Jesus loved John, he gave him all the revelations and showed him the revelations. And John referred to himself as, and Matthew never did, the other disciples were not impressed with John's attitude of feeling special and feeling good. So they never referred to John as the, the disciple whom Jesus loved. But John referred himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. He called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. Isn't that wonderful? When Daniel was praying, 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 the angel appeared to him and said, Daniel, you are greatly loved. You are greatly loved. And he gave him vision. As long as I hold you at arm's breadth and don't reveal certain things to you, it reveals a love is up to a point. But when I love you to a point, I say, come in. Come closer. Come closer. Wow. You can come closer. Is it powerful? So, I love Daniel. You love John. And I love Mary Magdalene. So all these people, I mean, if you are here, you had seven devils before you came to the church. You, you must follow Mary Magdalene. Have your quiet time about Mary Magdalene. You love her. Jesus loved her. Jesus didn't show any such vision to any of the disciples. It's true. That's why some people will have the blasphemous mouth to say that Jesus had something to do with Mary Magdalene. Alright? Because he loved her. And he appeared to her after he rose from the dead. It was Mary who saw him so clear that she thought he was a gardener. That's a kind of vision. You see, there's a vision where you sort of dream. You sort of wake up, everything's a little haze. Oh, what do I think about? What do I? Sometimes I can have about seven visions at the same time. But at the time I have all the seven, I can't remember any of them. But each one is like a message. You just wake up and it goes. But John, the ba- John, he had this like, he saw gardener, gardener, he talked to the gardener. But when Jesus mentioned the name Mary, because everybody calls your name a little different. You sort of recognize the person by the, person, the way the person calls you. When he calls, ah! Jesus, the woman with a lot of devils, and her devils probably came through her vagina. It's true. The Bible says, O Babylon, the great is fallen and has become the habitation of devils because of her fornications. Demons enter people through fornication. It's the only physical act which is directly linked to the entrance of demons. In a human body, it's fornication. The only physical activity. Apart from HIV, pallidums and other things, the spiritual entrance. I didn't write the Bible. It says, it says, huh? It says, oh Babylon has become the haunt and the habitation of demons and birds. There are some of you that are birds flying in you. 
One day a certain lady was on a miracle service. She said, a bird entered her and it's flying in her head. Hey! So it's a terrible thing. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So what I'm trying to tell you, my dear friend, is that there are lots of people just like you. Bible people just like you. Find a Bible person just like you. When I want to be a fighter, I love to follow David. Now, many things that Jesus did, I love to do. And I see it in the Bible. So, everybody must be following somebody in the Bible. That's the first kind of... So, the first thing is to select somebody to follow. How to follow someone. And the second thing is to get somebody in the Bible to follow. Number three, two. Follow somebody who is serving the Lord, who served the Lord. Amen? Who is already dead, but was not in the Bible. Okay? You can follow people who are dead, but were not in the Bible. And the way you can follow them is that you can follow them, are you listening, by following their lives. Amen. Usually, the stories. Example of people that are dead, Oral Roberts. Amen. Oral Roberts. There's no story about him. There's no biography. Catherine Coleman. I wonder why there's no biography on Kenneth Higgins. Derek Prince. Different people, if you can read the stories. But I've been blessed. Somebody whose life ministry blessed me, Catherine Kuhlman. She's one of the best. The person who wrote the book wrote it so well. Jamie Buckingham. He wrote it so well that it can actually teach you about miracle ministry and bring you close to Catherine Kuhlman in a kind of personal way. I think it's one of the best ever biographies I've ever read. But you can follow Catherine Kuhlman. I love Catherine Kuhlman. I love her. Because she's so great in the miracle ministry. Number three. You can follow people who are alive. Now the difference is that when somebody is alive, it's a little different from when the person is dead. Amen. You know, when somebody is alive, you know, and you are alive when the person is alive, it's more easy to see his problems. And he's, and he's a human being still struggling. But when he's dead, it's like he stops struggling. So you can, and you can even learn from his mistakes more easily because you can talk about his mistakes easily. But you cannot easily talk about somebody and his mistakes or learn so much from the person's mistake if you even respect the person. You can't bring it up. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you read about God's generals, all of them had funny stories. Either they were accused of this, accused of that. There's no, nobody, nobody had a clean slate. You understand? Nobody had a clean slate. It wasn't easy for any of them. But because they are dead, it's sort of easier to analyze their life and this and that and so on and then be blessed by them. So people who live for the Lord but are dead and somebody bothered to write the story properly or they bothered to write themselves the story properly, 
brings a great blessing. Now, example of somebody that I have been greatly blessed by, who is alive, all right, and was, it's not yet dead, is Reinhard Bonnke. I love reading his story. And he recently released his story of his life. I love, I mean, he gives the details of his crusades. I mean, so many things bless me. When I was in Tamale, having a crusade in Tamale, I was, happy, I was reading his biography every day. I mean, every time I get a little break or a little chance, I'll take the book and read a few lines. Then I just chanced upon his crusade in Tamale. And I saw right there the attendance of his Tamale crusade. And I saw that it was in Tamale that he had met somebody from America and the person had advised him to count the people in his crusades. In his crusade. So he said that Tamale was the first time that they started to keep accurate records for his crusades. And he encouraged me because I also had already started keeping accurate records. And then when we saw the attendance at his crusade, and we saw the attendance that we had at our crusade, we were greatly encouraged because our, our attendance was much, much more than the attendance that he had in Tamale. And that his crusade had also been stopped there. Wow. So, you, you, you know, you see and you begin to have an idea and say, wow. But of course, there are many, many more people in Tamale today than there were when he was there. It was about 20 years ago. So, doesn't mean anything much, but still, it has some kind of revelation and guidance. Yeah. Tell somebody you can follow somebody. Now, right now, Donkey is somebody, I mean, you, 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 you're not likely to easily get him to talk to you or pray for you. He doesn't like certain things to me. I tried to see him. I, I made an appointment with him. Somebody did a wild connection for me. I was in America. I was about to see him in Orlando. I was going to his house when we got a call. Ah, sorry, he cannot see you. To, he cannot see you and that's it. Sorry. No, no, I cannot finish. Wow. So I only saw his, his office, <laughs> his empty office. Amen. I, I, I know he doesn't like praying for people, you know, and so on in so many different ways. So I remember I was with him in Indonesia. I was sitting by him, you know, and I was saying something. And I, I realized he thought I was going to ask him to pray for me. I know I, I didn't. But as I started with him, I talked with him for a few minutes. I got a wonderful blessing. Wonderful, blessed. Just talking with him, sudden revelation that came into my life. I used it. I used it. I used it. I used it. Wow. I asked him something, but he thought I was asking him something else. He thought I was asking him something personal. And he answered the personal question. And I would not have asked him about that personal question, but he answered the personal question. So, wow. Bonus. <laughs> you know, let's say, I wasn't going to ask you, what do you eat? Then you just tell me, oh, I eat chicken and rice. I was just trying to be sure that whether chicken and rice is good. And you just tell me I eat chicken and rice. Wow. So, but I didn't ask him to pray for him. Because I heard the comments he make about people wanting him to pray. And people, I mean, uh, uh, wanting to come for the bed sheet that he slept on. In hotels and different kinds of things in Nigeria. I mean, he was, he blasted, he blasted them to smithereens. Tell somebody, do you know smithereens? It's a word. <laughs> Do you know that, that, that story, even the song, when you listen to it, how God called to the banquet and people made excuses. You know, by the end of the story, it becomes depressing. How many realize that's on sadness? It's like we are singing as if we are happy, but at the end of it, we, we, feel, we feel some depression. I noticed both times when Ida sang it, 
the first time she sang this part of this this aspect of the song, you know, you get depressed at the end. So I cannot come. My garments are dirty. Go out, made light. Or in fact, it's, it's depressing. Anyway, that's just by the by. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, I'm glad I'm sitting by you tonight. Glory to God. So how many, what is, what is, how to follow someone? Number one is what? Select someone to follow. Number two? Follow somebody in the Bible time. Always have somebody you're following. If you are a prostitute like, follow Rahab. Follow Rahab. We got prostitutes that became joined. Rahab's name is listed. Abraham, Jacob, this Rahab is there. High level. So if you are a serial fornicator, a lay prostitute, an LP. LP. Then, who are you going to follow? Rahab. And then also Mary Magdalene. You know, she looks quite fishy. But she was close to Jesus. And Jesus loved her. And how, how do you know Jesus loved her? He, he opened a curtain and he, she saw him. Wow. Jesus. And she wanted, to, she wanted to hug him. She said, no, 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 no. No hugging now. No time for hugs. Go and tell Peter. Guys, backsliding pastors. I told you pastors backslide. Backsliding and sleeping depressed. They were depressed and they have forgotten all the messages. Full of fear. They have forgotten everything Jesus told. Peter, cock growing. Everything. I've got the cock, the descendant of the cock which grew. is in my office. When you come, you see it. <laughs> Everything still. No faith. Nothing. No believe. I said, I must die. Seven. Jesus told them about 16 times. <laughs> A Mary Magdalene. LP Mary Magdalene. Hey. Out of whom came seven devils. And at the point I said, if thou, if thou, if you were a prophet, you will not let this woman come close to you. If you were a prophet. Hey! She's touching with her hair. Hey, sister with the hair. I love your hair. You know, at every camp, there's always uh, a Miss Camp. Miss Camp. She always, there's always somebody who does a special hairstyle. I can use the person to preach. <laughs> Number three. You must follow people. How many did I give you? Three? Three, somebody who are alive. Then number four, you have to follow people who have inherited promises. In other words, the secular person would say, follow someone who has been successful. But we, we, our biblical terminology is to say someone who has inherited the promises of God through faith and patience. In other words, through his faith, through his patience, through his love. For the Lord, he has inherited 
promises. Yeah. Wow. Maybe God promised him a mega church and he had a mega church. God promised him a miracle and he's got a miracle. God promised him prosperity and he's got prosperity. God promised him to send him to the nations and he has been sent to the nations. This is a person who has inherited the promises. Because a lot of people have promises and do not inherit the promises. So, a lot of people read the Bible but do not experience it practically. So, there is a reason why some people inherit promises. Some people have the thing happening. And Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Everybody turn to Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. What does it say? Be ye followers. Be not slothful. But be ye followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. I want to emphasize. Everybody says the promises. Everybody believes the promises. Everybody reads the promises. Everybody preaches the promises. But not everybody inherits the promises. Wow. Do you understand? Wow, this is a beautiful place that lions would live. How do you know the lions will not come out of that forest there? This will be the largest number of 100 meter finalists. <laughs> record, I mean the maximum number of records. World records will be made in this tent if a lion was come. <laughs> Look, I want to show you a video. But I don't think you can see it from here. So can we watch it outside? Is it possible? I see a lot of room where the lion garden is over here. It's a beautiful garden. Isn't it a beautiful song? You know, I got this some people I some people don't value these songs. Go. Yeah? People don't value what they have. Go get it from them. It's fantastic. Hmm. So I have a beautiful film. I want to show you a film. Pastor, is it possible? You sure it's possible? We need a high screen and we need lights off and we got a beautiful video. Beautiful video. Glory to God. Danny Boy, you got it ready? Everything's okay? You're all right? No, they don't, they're not ready now. So, four, who are the four people that I'm teaching you the art of following? You know, how to follow someone. The art of following is the next thing I'm going to teach you. But now is how to follow someone. Select number one. Number two, follow someone in the Bible times. Number three, follow someone who is who is dead, but not a Bible not a Bible character. Okay. Number three, someone. Number four, someone who has inherited promises. Now. What are the key elements? Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. The next principle is discover the reason why 
the person has inherited the promises. The true reason why the person has inherited promises. Now, in this case, the Bible is telling us that the people inherited the promises through faith and patience. But everybody, everybody wouldn't understand. Because everybody has a different reason why somebody has been successful. For instance, when Ida sings a beautiful song here, some of you think she's singing a beautiful song, and she's such a beautiful and wonderful singer because of her beautiful hairstyle. Others think it's because of her wonderful husband. Others think it is because of her charming voice. You see, everybody, everybody wouldn't understand. Everybody has a different reason what he thinks or attributes to success. And nobody, nobody would be able to understand. Somebody attributed to her ability to remember the words of the songs. Because I once had another singer, and I, I assume, for instance, that all singers know all words of all songs. So when I had this other singer, other, apart from Aida, I gave a person the song, I said, sing this song, sing, sing that song, and so on. And the person would not be able to remember the words of the song. And I was surprised, because I thought everybody, everybody could remember the word. But you find out that people just cannot remember, because I don't tell her many times what she's going to sing. I say, you, when you are working with me, I don't know. Because I didn't know I was going to sing to Busola and Betty. Because they, they lifted their hands and said, we'll change. And I said, no, sing a change for them. I mean, she wasn't expecting to sing about change. I said, well, sing change for them. Amen. So everybody has a different reason. Some people look at me and say, I know why Bishop Dag is inherited the promises. I know, I know, I know him. You see, it is his mother. You see, I know his mother. You see, his mother is from Switzerland. You see, and Swiss people are like this and like that. And you see, the reason why is that because, ah, you see, because he's got... Ah, you see now, because of his education. You see, seven years in the university cannot leave somebody unchanged. So a person is going, ah, I know why. It is because he was born uh, overseas. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's because of his beautiful wife. A beautiful wife, a pretty, pretty lady. He's got a beautiful wife behind him. Behind every successful man is a beautiful woman. Wow. Beautiful. Voluptuous. Providing the three essential women. Providing the three essential provisions. What are the three essential provisions that a woman gives to her husband? Huh? No, 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 no. No, that's not the formula. There's a new formula. The formula is CSD. You don't know the formula. What does C stand for? Comforts. What does S stand for? No. Softness. And what does D stand for? Delight. Wow. CSDs. Comforts. Softness. Delight. 
Yes. Every woman has a CSD index. How many want some delight? Pastor Obi, don't you want some delight? Receive it, brother. <laughs> oh, Lillian. Delight. <laughs> and comfort, isn't it? And then softness. Nobody wants to go home to a hard... A hard table tennis player. Every single self comes back. Hey! When you say, let, let us have sex. It returns back and says, the children are, 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 are around. And you say, let us eat. The food is not ready. There's no food. You have tea today. Tea and bread. Let's go for a walk. It's cold. Let's go for a romantic expedition. Ah, are there not lions there? Are there not lions there? I'm afraid of. I'm afraid. Take off your clothes and do the dance of the fairies. Hey! Everybody say delight. <laughs> we cannot do it in the winter. <laughs> Unless we go to Africa. You don't know the dance of the fairies? Your wife has not danced the dance of the fairies for you. Then come to the Kodesh, we will trip. Doctor Go, isn't it? Yes, you must come to the Kodesh. The settings are appropriate for that. Homecoming. Wow. The dance of the fairies. <laughs> Delights. Comforts. Softness. Hey. Amen. So everybody has a different reason why he thinks someone is successful. But you may never know. Limited. Even the person who is successful doesn't often know why he is successful. And the day sometimes you come out with the reason why you think you are successful may be the beginning of the end of your success. Huh? When you start to say that. You know, do you know Sierra Leone? Yeah. Sierra Leone? Yeah. Who is there anybody here from Sierra Leone? Nobody here from Sierra Leone? Do you know that Sierra Leone was known to be the most peaceful country or so in the whole world? Something like that. Yeah. In fact, it's the only country which did not fight the British Empire for its independence. Just like the people are placid, peaceful people. <laughs> and when they had their war, you see, the you think oh, we are peaceful people. But when they had their war, 
They were the ones cutting off people's hands, arms, eating people's hearts, all kinds of things. So, sometimes when you start, oh, we, we are peaceful. Oh, over here. And Ghanaians love to say that. So, we are friendly people. We are peaceful. Ghana is a land of peace. Careful, brother. Careful now. Before you realize. Do Kenyans say that too? They used to say that. Before the last election, isn't it? Yeah. What a shock. You may never know elections occurred. <laughs> so, following someone is the quest to discover the true reason for the person's success. Following someone, you are, you are looking for the real thing, not what you don't know. Because you may look at the person and say, oh, this person has a wonderful marriage. Only to hear later that the person is divorcing. Yeah. And then you are so shocked. So, huh? What a shock. But you don't know the real reason why. I remember when Benihin announced his divorce. I went to Orlando and I was with a pastor who was there and I was so sad about it. I said, oh no, 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 not Benny Hinn. So I, met, I had this pastor who knew him very, very, very well. So I said, no, is there not something that you can do? He said, oh, I'm, I'm surprised that it has been it has lasted up to this time even. You may never know limited And when they start to speak, you'll be surprised. So, I'm just explaining to you, the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is, I'm trying to help you to see that, when you see someone like this, you can't really know why the person is succeeding. So, when you are following someone, it's, it is a journey of mystery till you discover. Now, the Bible has given, it says, follow those who through, and the Bible is telling you why they inherited the person. Faith and patience. But you will also have to find out for yourself, why is this person succeed? Even for instance, when you say you are going to follow people in the Bible, one of the most mysterious people to follow is David. Because you just seem to not know why. Because David is the only person committed adultery and murder. Clearly. But you see, I'm sure some of you are surprised to hear what I said, that David was one, one of the only two or one king who didn't have idols. How many were surprised to hear what I said? Yeah. And you see, suddenly you realize that there's something about David you didn't know. There's a difference. And it's a, a sort of underground difference. So I'm telling you, you may never know limited. So, as you look at some of you look at me, you think you know why we are where we are. Now, I, I, if you if you ask me, I would even be afraid to answer. If you ask me, I would even be afraid to answer, because I can't even tell for sure. I mean, I, what I'm sure about is mercy. 
and grace. And when you tell people mercy and grace, oh yeah, 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 we know God is merciful, we know God, God is showing grace, you know, but what else is, what else is there? I mean, is that, is that not any points you can give? Any, any things you want the secret? But you may never know limited. One day, I went somewhere with someone. I loved that person. And because of, because of the love I had for the person, I decided to show the person something. So when I show the gospel, as you reveal yourself more to people, people know. So I went somewhere. And as I sat with the person, the person was sitting there in, in amazement. And I said, it is not easy to know me, you see. It's that you will never know you. People think they do never know you. <laughs> and I was laughing. I said, that's ah, true. Unless I show you, you never know. <laughs> true. So, to me, I would say it's a journey. And it has been a journey for me to discover why David was successful. Why David? Why is the star of David, the star of Israel, and the throne on which Jesus Christ himself will sit on? Why? The murderer, adulterer pastor, the polygamist. It can even reveal to you God's attitude towards polygamy and adultery. Sure, you'd be surprised. And that maybe God may be far wider when it comes to another God. Mm. Another God, an an idol, as against a fleshly experience. Yeah. A fleshly exudation. (laughs) Are you listening to me? How many know that we've been here for a long time today? Since we came in the morning, we said we were going to go and after it was a trick. Not knowing that we were not going to go. That is because of the sun. I was expecting the sun, but the sun didn't come. And I told you. I said it. You may, you may not, never know when the sun will come limited. <laughs> Amen? So I'm telling you how to follow some. Follow someone with the mind that I will discover one day. You cannot know easily. You can never know easily. Like when this thing, when I heard of Benin, was about, I was Benin was getting divorced. I realized that even though I've listened, Benin is one of the one one of the people that I've listened to a lot. Apart from Kenneth Hagen, is Benin. Yeah, he's one of my top top most people that I've followed and listened to. Uh, it's Benny Hinn. <laughs> you may never know. Limited. Yeah. But I realize that the person that I say that I'm following, I'm, I don't even know. I mean, because unless the person reveals a look, come and see this part too. You may never know. Limited. So when you are following someone, always follow. You see, recently, I, had, I saw a certain pastor. He thought he knew everything about me. Yeah. And I could see a certain attitude that was developing in the person. So I decided, oh, this guy, I'll show him that he doesn't know anything about me. 
Because now you see that it's as if he's, he's the one giving information about me, telling this person, telling myself. I'll show him that he doesn't know anything about me. And I showed him. No. Not that he was shocked. He still does not know that he does not know. And I'm going to end that story right there. But when you stand at somebody to say, oh, I know you. Oh, I know him. He will do this. He will come here. go here. This and that. He comes here. This, this, what, this. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll show you that you don't know me. Have you heard of a certain film called Now You See Him, Now You Don't? It's a Makana film. There was a spray. The guy sprayed himself at that. Like uh, mosquito spray. And then he disappears in the film. The part that he sprays disappears. So he sprays himself and it, and it disappears. And he'll be moving in the house like that. So he can come into somebody's house like that. So the whole film was that spray. Spray and he'll come. Everything he does by spray. Now you see him, now you don't. I think until they beat him in the I think they beat him in the film. Somebody, they cornered and said that you are here. You are you are you are somewhere here. They beat him in the end. <laughs> well, even though even though they spray, he's still there, but they can't see him. But he's there. <laughs> they, they caught him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So when you develop an act, oh, I, I know him, oh, he does this, oh, he goes here, oh, he does this, this, what he does, these are the books that he reads, these are, he's written this book, he this, and you don't know. That, I know everything. He's here now, he's doing this, he's here, and, so. and you see a sense of familiarity and arrogance. That's why we can't really learn. Because you don't really know anything about the person. Sometimes I look at people, they feel they know what I teach. Or what I preach. I'll, I'll give you the book that I'm, I'm in and I'm, I'll read it to you. My pastors, I took them to a maturity conference. Pastor Richard and all of them, they were sitting there. And I took three books and I spent five days teaching them from the success of David, success of Solomon and success of Abraham. I taught it to them. They never recognized the book till the end of the camp. And I showed them that this is the book I'm there's no direct 100%. They, will never, they never knew limited. <laughs> and you think that you know everything. But you don't know. What a shock. Shake your neighbor and say, Shock. Are you shocked? How did they say that, that one? You can't, uh, well, you can't, uh, what? How can, how much, how much? Huh? You're doing what in a backhand? You're hammocking me in a backhand away. You're hammocking me in a backhand away. You're hammocking me in a backhand away. Is it correct? You're hammocking me in a backhand away. Like you're mocking me in a bad way. You're hammocking me in a backhand away. Tell someone, don't, don't hammocking me in a backhand away. In a backhand away. Hammocking me a bad kind of way. You woman? Tie of fear? You can't help your jaw? 
You have my camera back and away. You there? Tire fair? I'm not giving me a back and away. How many are learning how to follow somebody? What have you learned? This last point. What is the last point? That what? What is the last point? Write it. It is a mystery to follow someone. The person is a mystery. Accept that the person is a mystery. Don't think you know everything. Accept that the person is a mystery. The person you are following is a mystery. Tell yourself, this person is a mystery. I don't know everything. Instead of telling yourself, I know everything. Oh, he's here now. He's going here. I'll call him just now. This and that. Meanwhile, you don't even know his number. Hamakimia, back and away. Back and away. And when you hammer me a back and away, I'll, I'll show you that you don't know me. Yeah. Hammer me a back and away. Die of faith. You lock your jaw. <laughs> you care of your jaw. Okay. Number six. Follow what the person teaches, if he teaches anything. You follow what the person teaches, if he teaches. Follow the person's teaching, if he teaches. You can follow somebody by following the teaching, if he teaches. Now, there are many great people who do not teach, because they do not have the gift of teaching. Can you tell me three people who, who can't teach? Powerful. Catherine Kuhlman is one. Nothing that she... I, I, in fact, I have nothing to learn from her teachings. Reinhard Bonke also, there's nothing much I'm able to learn from his teachings. More from his life. Graham, no, he, he tried to teach. That's when the problems came. But a good example is Catherine Kuhlman. Amen. So you follow the person's teaching if he has anything to teach. And also, remember, everybody on a scale of 0 to 10, 0 to 100, will be a teacher from 0 to 100. So you may have somebody who is a big teacher. In the Bible, there are people who taught nothing. Example is Elijah. Very powerful. What, what teaching do you have? First, Elijah... Uh, whatever, book of Elijah, second Elijah, chapter 14, where he's doing... It's, not, it's just his, his deeds. There's no teachings from Elijah. 
But Moses, a lot of teachings. Even Jeremiah, Isaiah, and so on. Wonderful teachings and words. Not everybody has been given by God an ability to teach. Or even God doesn't even want them to teach. He just wants them to do certain things. You're not going to use the person. So when you are following someone who doesn't teach, you are trying to follow his teachings, you are lost. Realize that this person is not teaching, so I'm going to follow. It's something else. So you follow someone who teaches, if he teaches. And if he teaches, you must know the extent to which he's a teacher. Somebody like Benny Hinn, he is largely a miracle worker, but he has some teachings that are really powerful. That are teachings. Amazing teachings. That are very mysterious. A teacher who never uses the New Testament. You will never hear Benny Hinn using the New Job... Leviticus, Psalms, Exodus, that's Benihim. Hey, he's, he's a wild man. Very wild man. The, the wildest, one of the days that I realized I was most impressed by Benny, one day he was teaching at a pastor's conference. And then he was teaching. What's the meaning of purple? What's the meaning of scarlet? What's the meaning of white? What's the meaning of goat's hair? Then he was giving the meanings and so many things. He said, he said to the person, I don't have any notes. Do you think I have notes? Do you think I'm preaching from, I'm not preaching from notes? That's what he said. I'm preaching from notes. This was about 35 years ago. 30 years ago. He was a young man. So he said, I study, 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 study. The people that he studies are D.L. Moody and other unreadable books. These are the books that he reads. <laughs> yeah. So, you, 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 must, you must believe me. I'm trying to show you how to follow someone. You are saying, this person is following. What am I going to get? A lot of teachings or something else. Number seven. Follow a person's life. Amen. You can follow what people do. What people do, not what they teach. Because maybe there is no teaching, but there is doing. Are you there? Now, if you turn with me to Acts chapter 1 and verse number 1, you will see the confirmation of this scripture. It says, the former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, about all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. What are the two things that Jesus did? Doing and teaching. Doing and teaching. Acts chapter 1 verse 1. And you are following the man of God. They are following what is he doing and what is he teaching. Amen. Amen. The next point. There are people who do but do not teach what they do. These are also mysterious people to follow. Amen. They do but they do not teach. Now, the, the next point after that is there are people who teach some of the things they do. And do not teach some of the things they do. 
Like Jesus did not teach about many things that he did. But he just did them. So there are people who teach some of the aspects. But some of the aspects, they don't teach them. They just do them. So the parts that they teach, you are supposed to learn the teachings. And the parts that they do, you are supposed to learn the doings. Do you know that Jesus did not teach much about miracles and he taught about God, about eternity, about love, about so many things. But not so much about even how to have a miracle ministry, how to have a mega church, what to do to establish your ministry. We said, go into the world and make disciples. You need to teach how do you make disciples. Seven steps to making disciples. Principles to follow when fulfilling the Great Commission. I mean, the Great Commission was not given by Jesus. It was given by somebody who called Matthew 28, 17, the Great Commission. It was not Jesus who called it the Great Commission. It's as somebody once said, oh, this is the greatest commission that Jesus gave. But he never thought, how do you do it? Do you see? How to make, how to make the disciple, how to teach steps to be a good preacher. Have you seen it in the Bible before? Hmm? Wow. How to pray all night. But he prayed all night. <laughs> so the ones he doesn't teach, sometimes they are even more important than the ones he's teaching. The one he did is given, it shall be given unto you, good measure, press down, taken together. So the prodigal son, there was a man who did this, the Lazarus, the lake of fire. He taught all those things. Then the ones he didn't say anything about it. His prayer life. Why he did. And as a point, one of the disciples said, Tell him, teach us how to pray the way you pray. I mean, you are not saying anything about prayer. <laughs> you are just praying. We just see you've gone to the mountain. You've come early in the morning. You go. You come. Tell him, teach us something about this prayer. It seems to be your main thing. Then now he gave them topics. There were seven topics and left them. Say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Did he say how to stay awake in the mountain? How to do it? He was rather, he was rather surprised. You couldn't stay awake. You didn't stay awake. You are joking in the ministry. What a shock. You there? Die of faith? You hammocking me in my back and away. Hammocking me in my back and away. I, I believe in prosperity. And I teach prosperity occasionally. Yesterday I demonstrated prosperity to you. I showed you. I just need to send a text. I'll get a Mercedes Benz. But you not hear me. T- when I came here, I've ever been teaching prosperity. I've seen work for God. Service in the temple. 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 Then I take my phone and I text. Buy Mercedes Benz now. Which class? Service in the temple. Service in the temple. Service in the temple. So I am demonstrating. Yes, mysterious. I'm showing you prosperity. It's what I practice, but I don't teach it. Yeah. I'm sure I've said some things about it, but people don't even know. So that I look at people, I say, You say you are into prosperity. Discuss. Bring your notes. Let's discuss. That's why I demonstrated. Who can you call to buy a bicycle or a Toyota? Who can you call?
Who can you call? To buy you a bicycle. Are you listening to me? So you say you are into prosperity. So our church, we are deeply into prosperity, but not into the teachings of prosperity. But it has become our practice. It's like teaching on some things and practicing doing so. That's why Theophilus said, we are right about what Jesus began to do and to teach. If you follow the things, you will be rich. Yeah. You will be rich. Yeah. He says, I don't want to, I don't want to talk in a in a bad way. You know, out of for my own sake. I don't want to sound arrogant. And one day my wife was saying, Hey, you now you start you say, I this, I've done this, I this. I said, she told me you've not been talking you never used to talk like that. I became very afraid. So I'm afraid to give certain testimonies. Hey she says it again, I'll be afraid even more. <laughs> hey <laughs> You are what? I'm mocking me a beggar away. But it's not a hammocking, it's a, it's a warning. Maybe he says, I, I did this, I've done this. I said, I've said, you never used to say that. So I don't, I don't want to say such things. So you have to understand the rest of the message mysteriously. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Before I realize I'm boasting. It's very dangerous to boast. God doesn't like people who boast about things he gave them. But I want you to believe and receive and learn that, look, there is more than what is being said that is being taught here. One day I went to Korea to Yongicho's place and I saw the secret of church growth there. But he has never said it. And I was wondering, this man, why didn't he write it in the book? <laughs> it took me coming to Korea eight times before I saw it. It's very expensive to learn something like this. Sometimes you want the person to just say it. But sometimes you say, people don't need it. You have to say, you see, gold is found by diggers. People who can prepare to go deep. Watch the thing with humble eyes. Are you listening to me? Amen. How many points do you have? Nine. Okay. Now, we are moving to the art of following. 